0: Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition. We look at what's new in research, what's hot in the news, and topics that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. Okay, today, I'm gonna talk about one of my favorite topics, intermittent fasting. I've been talking about it for years, and I do it often, but recently, I've been at several conferences that have emphasized its potential, the research behind it, how it can so boost your health that I wanted to tell you about it. I mean, we're going way beyond just weight loss here. So I thought it was time to revisit this to help people, you know, that are still trying to dump that COVID-19 or 20 pounds gained in quarantine since excess weight is really one of the biggest risk factors for a bad outcome on the virus, one of the controllable risk factors. So there's a host of other benefits I'm gonna tell you about, but dropping weight tends to be the one that people can really relate to. So intermittent fasting technically is not really fasting the way I think of fasting. It's really only an eating pattern because it's not a special diet. You know, you can be following any of the ones that that are really popular today. You can do the keto. You can be paleo. You can be plant-based. You can be on the Mediterranean diet or even the standard American diet. Not that I recommend that one ever because it's so horrible but it intermittent fasting is really about the time between when you eat last and when you eat next that's that period of fasting and eating it really isn't bad or uncomfortable as it may sound and it can be as easy as having an early dinner and then don't eat and maybe skip breakfast and you just eat 11 o'clock the next morning so whatever it takes to get back on track to a healthier life. When I look at the short history, I mean, going back when I first just opened the shop, which, you know, seems like eons ago, but it really isn't in the 70s. Here is what we see when we look back at the history. Processed food has risen You know, it was just the beginning of the fast food chains and super processed foods. You know, now it's the biggest lobby that influences government guidelines. Yeah, they lobby to keep sugar. They lobby to keep all of that junk, bad fats, super processed, cheap stuff in our food supply. And it's a trillion dollar industry with $400 billion in profit can't believe how the big food industry has really taken control of what we eat. There is a great book, highly recommended, by Dr. Mark Hyman, who is called The Food Fix. And if you really want insight on the politics of food, it's very interesting and enlightening. Another thing, we're consuming 25% more calories per person than we did in 1970. Obesity wasn't even a thing then. You know, about 10%, maybe 13% of the population were obese. They were considered to have a glandular problem. Now, 40% or more are obese. Worse in the Midwest, where we have the greatest ratio of fast food restaurants to population. You know, you've got fast food row every place here in the Midwest. At the same time, Not even a quarter of the population are meeting any of the activity guidelines. 25% of us sit eight hours a day, which is similar to the health risk factor of smoking. Okay, that's why they say sitting is the new smoking. And finally, we eat five to 10 tablespoons of bad fats every day, like canola oil, soy oil, corn oil. You know, as much as I hate sugar, well, bad oils are even worse because it disrupts your cells' very communication. You know, letting the good stuff in, getting rid of the bad stuff. All of these are playing into the 80% increase in chronic disease, you know? Simple way to improve all that, you might wanna consider intermittent fasting, shortening the window of eating. Let me just tell you about some of the physical benefits of fasting. Starting at the top, in the brain, it actually can improve mental clarity and concentration. It gears up what's called neuronal plasticity, helping the brain make new connections. It increases BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor. I'll talk a little bit about that later. It improves stress resistance. It can create new brain cells. It boosts mitochondria. You know, back in fifth grade science, the energy powerhouse of the cell. So if you've got brain fatigue, you might want to think about this. It reduces inflammation that destroys brain cells. That's just in the brain. Now the heart, it helps increase something called heart rate variability, reducing the stress on the heart. It also helps reduce resting heart rate. It helps reducing blood pressure. Then it helps with weight and body fat loss by normalizing certain hormones that regulate appetite, like leptin and ghrelin. It really improves their sensitivity. These two hormones regulate your appetite. Since intermittent fasting really helps put the brake on hunger, and gets your metabolism back on track, it is really a dual benefit there. So, um, you know, probably most of the research and the emphasis is on weight loss because in fact, there has been a review of over 40 studies found that intermittent fasting was effective for weight loss with the typical seven to 11 pounds of weight lost in just 10 weeks. No changes in the diet. You can eat the same food and lose weight simply by skipping breakfast. It also speeds up the metabolism. So it's really good for people that are weight loss resistant. You know, this combined with the low glycemic diet that I always talk about, really an easy way to lose weight while you are preserving lean muscle mass you are targeting the fat stores, especially around the waist. Lowering insulin, lowering blood sugar, insulin sensitivity, let's talk about that for a minute. Oh my gosh, we talk, I talk, research is so emphasizing that insulin resistance is at the very root cause, the core of so many of our diseases. So diabetes, women with PCOS, fatty liver disease, heart disease, skin tags, metabolic syndrome. So non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, that can be reversed, because if it's not, it's gonna lead to scarring of the liver, and you do not want cirrhosis of the liver. So basically, when you stop overeating, the liver just burns up that fat that it's stored all around it. So it reverses type two diabetes, increases energy, improves fat burning, wow one of the most phenomenal side effects benefits that's been observed is a radical improvement in the diversity of the gut flora when you support the gut flora which you know those little bugs outnumber us by a lot maybe as much as 10 to 1 intermittent fasting is one of the most important things you can do to improve your immune system so you don't get sick in this viral age that's really important 80% of your immune system is in that one cell-thick gut lining, 80%. So if your gut is healthier, you're more resistant to viral infections. Another side benefit with the improved gut flora, you're going to sleep better. All those neurotransmitters are working better. You have more energy, increased mental clarity, and better concentration. Excuse me. The gut really is the next scientific frontier. Thousands of papers are written every year, the last year alone on the gut flora. Essentially, every aspect of your health can improve if your gut flora becomes balanced. Little caveat though, if you have leaky gut, it it can release a lot of toxins, lipopolysaccharides. So if you do get that icky feeling, you might want to take a few capsules of activated charcoal and chlorella that's going to help absorb those toxins. Okay. Another one I love to talk about is the prevention of Alzheimer's disease, possibly because insulin resistance is so strongly associated with dementia. You know, there was an MIT study found that a 24-hour fast improved stem cell regulation and promoted the growth of new brain cells. So really important. You know, when you can protect those neurons, that is really essential at preserving brain function. So when the brain kicks over and uses ketones rather than glucose for energy, it's been shown to protect memory and learning functionality so, that kind of suggests it's slowing the disease process in the brain. So, back to the BDNF, I told you I was going to tell you about. BDNF, Brain Derived Neurotrophic Factor, it's kind of referred to as miracle growth fertilizer for the brain. It boosts anywhere from 50 to 400 percent. BDNF activates the growth of those brain neurons, and it triggers other chemicals that promote brain or neuronal health. This protein, BDNF, can also protect the brain changes in Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, also known as age-related cognitive decline. Okay, BDNF is actively involved both in your muscles and your brain. You know, there's a cross-connection, so that's why physical workouts can have such a benefit on the brain, and Dr. Bredesen's work I talk about all the time, and the Alzheimer's disease has found that is a particularly potent combination of exercise and intermittent fasting, really very good. There is a researcher from the National Institute on Aging, yep, there is such a thing, his name is Mark Mattson, and he wrote that we know from animal models that if we start intermittent fasting at what would be the equivalent of middle age in people, we can delay the onset of brain diseases and keep the brain younger. He's done tons of research and even on stroke damage. So it's, it's pretty pretty powerful. You know, stem cell production and just a lot of things because it reduces all the metabolic stress. You know, anti-aging. Animal studies have shown it increases longevity as much as 30%. Sign me up. If you're like me and you want to live to be 100, know I'm there and glad I'm there, I believe the research is showing that there is a lot we can do to support health and longevity, starting with intermittent fasting and just reduced eating. You know, another one, I'm going to get just a little geeky here because a lot of the research is about this protein called SIRT1. Talked about it recently, S-I-R-T-1. It's a protein that regulates cell inflammation, aging, and possibly autoimmunity. Since fasting super increases cert that is showing it can reduce inflammation, aging, and the process of autoimmunity. Research is very powerful. So more information like this, I hope helps you make better choices because with better choices, you're gonna have better results. Lastly, and probably most importantly, the activation of cell cleansing stimulates autophagy, okay, autophagy, autophagy, whatever, however you want to pronounce it. That was That discovery was awarded the 2016 Nobel Prize in Medicine. Autophagy is basically a tool that the cells use to clear out the old cells, the damaged cells, the misshapen cells that impair normal functioning. So it gets rid of the senescence that we talked about recently. So you're getting rid of the old ones so that new ones can come back on. It's kind of like pruning a bush. When you prune properly, that bush can come back healthier, stronger, autophagy reduces aging reduces inflammation and enhances just about every body part you know i like the analogy that stimulate stimulating autophagy is like clearing out all the old junky protein and cellular parts at the same time stimulating growth hormone so you're you know tell your body to come up with some new snazzy parts so it's you know it's kind of like getting rid of the Old kitchen. If you're renovating, it's getting rid of the old 1970s avocado green refrigerator and getting new appliances. So, you know, you got to junk the old ones so you can get rid of and get them new ones coming in. You know, the stainless steel ones, the really good ones. Another thing it does is boost HGH, human growth hormone. You know, it's the youth hormone, it's the fitness hormone, it's anti aging. So, if you're Doing the intermittent fasting, you're doing all of that. It takes a little time to become what we call metabolically flex- flexible or fat adapted, which means you can easily go from fat burning to carb burning, you know, whether whether you're gonna eat the food, burn the food you're eating or burn the food that you've stored you know that's it's kind everybody's different in how fast they become metabolically flexible depending on how your liver and your pancreas kind of recover from overeating but you it's, it takes a little bit of time to go from the hangry you know that's even some commercials are advertising certain candy bars as the cure for hangry not hardly. You know, that sugar is just going to promote the insulin resistance that caused, caused it to begin with. So anyway, oh man, it's, you know, cardiovascular health. It is so good for correcting the cholesterol, the blood pressure, the LDL, the triglycerides, all those things. There was a study published um, June 2012 that found that people who fasted regularly had a 58% lower risk of coronary disease compared to those who never fasted so many good things a lot of different ways to go about fasting total fast don't really recommend unless you know what you're doing that's water or tea only i like the reduced window so it's basically you know you eat from 11 a.m in the morning till 7 p.m that's my personal favorite you can drink coffee tea Better yet, you can put some MCT oil in it or brain octane so that you have those ketones to keep you cognitively really sharp. Helps with appetite. A lot of good studies on that. Love it. Third type is the 5-2. You eat regularly for five days, and then you eat very light for a couple days. That also has been shown to be really good. There's so many good things that intermittent fasting can do for you. You know, there are certain people that shouldn't do it if you have... If you're underweight, a history of you know, eating disorders, pregnant, breastfeeding, actively growing like teenagers, don't wanna do that. But, and it's not when you have a viral infection like the flu. Some carbs are needed to protect the neurons, but you can definitely add MCD to provide ketones that are anti-inflammatory. A lot of good things. Or women that are trying to conceive shouldn't be doing that. So anyway, hope you found this information interesting and useful to you or someone you love. If you want to learn more, stop by the shop. Let's talk. Remember, food is your best medicine or your slowest poison. So choose the food you eat wisely. As always, check with your doctor if you have medical conditions before beginning any program. If you want to watch my webinars or listen to more of today's nutrition podcast, you can go to my website, debford.com, or any place you listen to podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day.